0: Welcome to Spiritual Mythbusters. I'm your host, Paul Graves, and this is the place where we always share what we value as truth and promise to always share it in love. This podcast is an outreach of Bible to Life Ministry located in Northeast Florida. So if you enjoy what you hear, visit us at BibleToLife.net. That's B-I-B-L-E-T-O-L-I-F-E.net and click on resources to view our BTL Kingdom blog, sermons, and bookstore. Now put on your spiritual thinking caps and let's dive into another episode. So today I've decided to share with you a little bit about my testimony. And I can go as far back as need be, but I think I'd like to just talk to you about the night that I gave my life to the Lord. What led up to that? and what actually happened. A lot of times, I believe I, I can't speak for you, but a lot of times, I forget about the goodness of God. I forget about how good God was to me and for me when I wasn't in any way good to God. And in doing that, I begin to forget of all that God has delivered me from prior to giving my life to the Lord. And so, I want to just share with you in a way that's gonna be very personal, in a way that's going to allow you a glimpse into my life, a glimpse into uh, the life of Paul Graves, a believer, a son of God, and allowing you to understand a little bit about where I came from and so that you can understand where God is, has been, and continues to take me, if that makes any sense. So the night that I was born again, it was truly a Saul, to Paul Damascus road experience leading up to that. I would just say that I've had an understanding of God through the Baptist church and I've had an understanding of God through the Pentecostal church. I was one of those kids that grew up in the Baptist church, sung in the choir, did the plays, was all went to all the youth groups. You know, we went to Panama city as a youth group. We went all over the place. Uh, I was likable. I liked everybody, I got along with everybody, and everybody knew me. And so with that being said, I was one of those kids that always had one foot in and one foot out. There was the commitment as far as the knowledge of knowing who Jesus was, but there was no commitment in the sense of laying down my life for the one who first laid his life down for me. So with that being said, it was always, like I said, one foot in, one foot out. You know, so there would be times where I would serve God with all of my heart, and then there would be times where I wouldn't serve God at all. And so this went on for a number of years, and during this time, even with attending certain churches or different denominational churches, one foot in, one foot out, um, you know I took on alcohol, I began to drink alcohol with my friends, as a lot of individuals do. And then as far as that's concerned, I also uh, began to experiment with all different types of drugs. And so through my latter teenage years into my early 20s, I would say that drugs and alcohol was a huge part of my life. And so that was anything from uh, marijuana. To um, alcohol as far as um, you name it and, and and you know and as far as drugs as anything as as much as even acid liquid LSD and so with that being the case I would say that I wasn't afraid to experiment um, you know I wasn't impressionable and so the things I did I did because I wanted to do them not because of peer pressure uh, but in a sense I was always rebellious I was always the, the You know, the outcast of the family. We don't say black sheep of the family anymore, uh, but the outcast of the family, the one that uh, always made decisions because I wanted to, regardless of the consequences. And so uh, all of that lifestyle led me to a point in time where God had a direct encounter with me. Leading up to the day that I gave my life to the Lord in 1995, I can remember fear gripping my heart, fear of death, you know, not fear of hell. I've never been fearful of hell, uh, but just the fear of dying and knowing that, um, you know, that there may be more out there. And so why did I know that? I knew that because I grew up in church, uh, whether it was the Baptist, whether it was the church of God, Pentecostal. And so I had experienced the things of God. I knew that God was real and within many years of my life I had confirmation from several people about the call of God on my life and I had felt the love of God I just wasn't in a place to receive God in the way that that I needed to receive him in order to uh, submit myself to him or to lay down my life for him or to live for him in other words I wasn't ready for a relationship with the Lord because I was still enemies of God because I was friends of the world and that's what it says in Peter if you read the book of peter but anyway so leading up to the night that i was born again i had i'd been having dreams i had been fearful of death uh, i would be afraid of being killed in a car accident i was afraid of dying in a plane crash you know any way that an individual could die i was fearful of that and it wasn't just an acknowledgement that these things could happen in life but it was a literal fear in my heart so if I flew in a plane, the fear was there the whole time. 90% when I'm driving in the car, the fear was there the whole time. And, and, and the fear of just simply passing away without knowing God or living up to the potential of who God may have called me to be based on uh, all those that had shared you know, the calling of God upon my life with me at a young age. So with that being said, the night that I was born again, it was in 1995 and what happened was i was with a number of my friends and listen i share this story not to glorify the life of sin but but to share with you the miraculous power of of king jesus how far he will go to rescue us from a place of no return a place where only he and his grace can go where no one else has the power the ability uh, or the authority to reach us. So, but the night that I was born again, I was tripping on two hits of liquid LSD. And this trip normally lasts, I would say, probably 18-19 hours. It's an hallucinate drug, and so I normally would have the effects of that drug for 18-19 hours. And so I was probably 3 hours into the trip. And I won't I won't say the name of this individual because I'm I, I don't want to glorify him, but uh, we had MTV on, we were watching videos, and there was an individual that was on, and he was dressed up like the devil. And as I'm sitting there three hours into my trip, and all my friends are having a good time, and you know, and at least what the world would call a good time, um, this video comes on the TV screen. And it's a gentleman that's dressed like the devil. And he looks out into the camera, which is piercing straight into my eyes, and he says... Um, dressed like the devil. He says, I come to kill. I come to steal. And I come to destroy you. And I come to destroy your family. And he says, and you love me. And he put his hands up in the air and he laughed. Ha, 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 ha. Right then and right there, the Lord spoke to me. I heard the Lord in my heart, almost like an audible voice. He says, this is who you've been serving. He says, but if you'll give your life to me right now, tonight. He says, I'll take you places that you've never been, and I will show you things that you never dreamed were possible. And you will have a life that you could have never expected. And I tell you, right in the middle Not even the middle of this trip, only three hours in, I answered the call. And I said to the Lord, I said, God, I will serve you. I will live for you. I said, I repent from my sins. I repent from the ways that I've lived. I know that I've not lived in a way that pleases you. I know that I've not heeded your call. But God, I don't want to live for that devil anymore. I want to live for you. And three hours into a trip that should have lasted 18 or 19 hours, it was gone. Like that. Drugs were out of my system. Completely whole. I wasn't hallucinating. And I told my friends, I, I tell you, I, they thought I was crazy. I said to them, I said, look, I said, I, I've just given my life to the Lord. And Jesus told me that if I would serve him, he would show me things I'd never saw before. He would take me places that I had never seen. And I said, I just gave my life to the Lord. And, of course, they were freaking out because they didn't just give their life to the Lord. So with that being the case, they were still hallucinating. And they were trying to hold me back, saying, no, you you can't go out. You you can't drive. You, You know, they called me PJ at that time for Paul Jr., and most of you know me as Paul now, but to my to my family and, and dearest of friends years back, it was always PJ. And they said, PJ, you, you can't do this. You you can't drive. It's not safe. And I said, no, guys, you've got to let me go. I said, I have given my life to the Lord. I said, I have been made new and I have been made whole. And I said, I'm not tripping on liquid LSD. I said, there's no drugs in my system. I said, I have been filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And, uh, So I left that day, and I never turned back. That was in 1995, and I tell you, God has never left me. God has never forsaken me. He has never not called me his own. It doesn't mean that I haven't went through trials and tribulations it doesn't it doesn't mean that I haven't walked through valleys but yea though I'll walk through the valley of the shadow of death because I will fear no evil because my God is with me and I tell you ever since that day I've served him and I've I've traveled all over the world I've written books I've taught lessons I've ministered in pulpits I've worked in helped out in orphanages, I've been to Kenya, I've been in Nigeria, I've been to Europe, I've been throughout the United States, I've met some amazing people. God has brought some amazing people into my life and I just want to say to you today that I don't ever want to forget, I don't ever want you to forget where you came from. I don't want to forget where I came from. You see we all have a testimony. And it doesn't mean that that testimony is the the word of truth that we share every time we come in contact with people because there's so much more of the gospel of His kingdom that we can share the testimony of His truth, which is Jesus Christ. But I will say this, that when you have an opportunity and the Holy Spirit presses upon you to share your testimony and an opportunity to reveal who God is in and through your life, what He has done for you, so that others can have an opportunity to receive him from you, then do it. Let there always be a desire in your heart to share where you've come from in hopes that your testimony may actually change the lives of those people that you're talking to. You know, that your obedience to sharing your personal testimony would become someone else's breakthrough. So I won't take too long today as the first video podcast, but I just wanted to share my testimony with you. And I want you to know that God is real and that God loves you just where you are. He loves you in the midst of of where you are. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter where you've gone. It doesn't matter what you've said, who you've hurt. God loves you. His Spirit is calling you. And if you're born again, And you've had an experience in some way like the one that I've shared with you, but for some reason you've fallen back out of love with God and you've taken yourself to a place where there's no relationship, I would urge you to remember your first love. Remember back in the days where He delivered you from a life that only He could deliver you from. Where His love, the depth of His love, the wit of his love, the length of his love, the breath, the the strength of his love gripped you and grabbed hold of you. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and poured himself into you as you cried out, Abba Father. Remember the the days of your youth, the days of the newness of God when you were born again. And I want to encourage you today, no matter what you're going through, listen, there's a lot of us going through tough times right now. Financial times, relational problems, cultural issues, social issues, political issues. It would appear that the world is in turmoil, but let me tell you this. Yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil because God is with us. The word of God says that all things work for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. I will tell you now, don't allow any voice in your head to say that the world is doomed. Don't allow any voice within your head to say that it's not worth trying because you can't make a difference. The reality is you will only make the difference with Christ in you who is the hope of glory. For greater is he that is in you, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And by his Spirit, we have the authority and we have the power to manifest or to reveal His love throughout the world. We have the ability by the Spirit of God to hug the unhuggable, love the unlovable, to be a people that have been touched by God, going out into this world and touching people with God. There is hope in this world because there is Jesus Christ. There is love in this world because God is love. And within you, God rests and God resides and God dwells. And therefore, the fullness of His love dwells on the inside of you. Don't be fearful. Perfect love, which is Jesus Christ, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, casts out all fear. If you're fearful today, don't be fearful. If you're fearful today, then lean on Jesus. Let him be the light into your path. Let Him be the lamp unto your feet. Let Jesus lead and guide you as the righteous. I tell you, today is a day of redemption. Today is a day of joy. Today is a day of peace. No mourning, no sorrow, but righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. I want to thank you for listening. If this has blessed you in any way, feel free to send me an email at BibleToLife at Yahoo.com. Feel free to give me a call, 904 570 6244, or you can send me a text message. If you need prayer, reach out to me. I'll be happy to pray for you. You're welcome to go to our website at BibleToLife.net. That's B I B L E T O. L-I-F-E dot N E T Bible2Life.net. There's a lot of resources. You can you can read the first chapter of every book that we've ever published. You can order your book from Amazon. You can read the endorsements of the books. You can learn about our school of ministry. You can learn about the ministry itself. So I want to thank you today for listening. And I want to say to you that if you want to see the glory of God in your life, then you have to release God's glory. Amen. As your host, Paul Graves, I want to thank you for listening to Spiritual Mythbusters. If you like what you've heard, then once again visit us at Bible to that's BibleToLife.net, that's B I B L E T O L I F E.net, and click on resources access our btl kingdom blog sermons and bookstore so until next week always remember if you want to see the glory of god then you must release god's glory